Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Attraction HQ podcast, where we look at love, sex, dating, relationships, how you can have more of them, how they can be better quality, how you can feel inspired and become a better person within yourself by ignoring conventional dating advice, taking outside strategies and perspectives, and striving to become the most real, authentic, honest, and sexiest version of yourself. Hi, my name is Hayley Quinn and welcome back to another episode of Attraction HQ. I'm here to give you a female-empowered, perspective-flipping version of dating and love advice. So if you want to hear about what women really are thinking and feeling and also learn about dating skills in a way that's kind of ethical and honest, you are in the right place. I'm joined today by the awesome writer and therapist Charles Rare, who's a return and very popular podcast guest. So welcome back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And as usual, we stumbled upon this topic for this podcast completely organically whilst chatting pre-podcast. And it was, we were talking, I think, actually about um, a few instances when I was approached recently and like the male mindset around approaching in a way that kind of sets you up for failure, which we decided to call planning, planning for, for rejection. Failure. Rejection, that's rejection. it. Not failure. Like, <laughs> you said it. Well, planning, planning for, for failure. Both. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So what? Do, what again. Yeah, you said failure again. <laughs> so what? What do? What are we? What are we? What are we getting at when we say what? Do, what is it to plan for failure? Right. To plan for rejection? All right. So from a personal perspective and being a guy, I think one of the things that you, one of the first barriers you're going to come across when you try to approach women is what if I? What if she doesn't sort of you know adhere to what I want or she comes around? What is she going to do? What if I'm rejected? That's like one of the first things I've dealt with that numerous times, and it either does one of two things. You either choose not to follow on, follow on, follow through with it, or you plan for the rejection. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to sort of it's, it's kind of like when you start a sales job, and they're like, "All right, cool. These um, these are the objections. This is how you deal with the objections." And that's what we do as men. I feel like we then start planning for that rejection. We start to say, "All right, cool. What if she says no? What if she doesn't actually respond? What do I do? What's my next move? I don't want to seem incompetent." So we plan based around the fact or the expectation that we're going to be rejected. And then what happens, or what I think it's really funny, is, and I've seen this numerous times when I'm coached by clients, and also when I've just been, like, you know, throwing a bit of a curveball at a man in a nice way that's approached me, if the woman is actually surprisingly open, friendly, relaxed, willing to talk, wanting to take things further herself, then suddenly the guy can be like, hang on a minute. Mm-hmm. I didn't plan for this. I didn't plan for this, this. Part. What's now, going on? Yeah, now the roadmap has <laughs> ran out because I've spent so much time thinking through how I would respond to a no. Now I've got a yes. That was the one response I wasn't I prepared for. Prepare for. It's like going into school and you, or going to university and you're thinking, all right, these three subjects, I hope these come up on the exam, but then it's the other three and you're like, what do I do? That's, that's, the, that's what comes up. That's what the feeling is like. And I, what I hear back from some of the guys that I work with as well is they literally, if, you know, they walk up to a woman, she's really receptive and, you know, she just wants to give um, them her number. 
they'll be like, what have I done to earn that? <laughs> yeah, like, you, I haven't done anything yet. Yeah, know? they feel like they fluked. They Like, um, one of my guys that I work with, he's a karate champion. He's like, is it like that, like, when I fluke a point and I just mm-hmm. win? And my coach says, a win is a win. And I agree, a win is a win. Yeah, like, I no, think you've already is. won by the fact you chose to approach her. I, f- I feel that as well. <laughs> I think that it takes a lot of courage to even just, like, act on anything these days. Yeah, so right. in, in knowing that, you know, most men have probably dealt a lot with rejection that's led to the anxiety or the paranoia around rejection in general, that for you to even approach her knowing that you're going to or possibly might be rejected, that's quite courageous. In a, in a modern courageous. day, like, you know, especially you're, you are sort of like, um, how would I say, um, you may be faced with the modern day type of woman who's pretty firm and knows what she wants and you know you might not be that guy but to even still move forward and say well I'm gonna try my luck and not to kind of you know obviously respond in a very sort of distasteful way if you are rejected then I consider that quite courageous I think it's very courageous I actually you know for me if a guy approaches me in a way that's direct immediately he goes so high up in my estimation because I recognize all the thought process that he's got to that point of putting one foot in front of the other and coming over to say hello yeah or just hi how you doing yeah What's up? like you know it doesn't have to be in fact lots of guys think oh i need this like perfect system this of perfect moment right right it's that moment like um or i have these lines because then that will if i crack the code then i'll never have to face rejection and in fact often it's the most simple spontaneous beginnings which get the best response because she's what she's reading from that is you didn't plan this you're just putting your neck on the line. In fact, that makes, means that you've got courage and that you, there's some sincere interest in mm-hmm. her. And that's what she begins to respond to. Like uh, the, some that I had uh, recently, I had somebody go running out after I, I exited a bar and he went, fuck it. Can I have your number? Yeah. And I thought, I thought, I was like, no, you know, that was cool. And then even even better was um, the uh, <laughs> even better was the guy that came kind of came. I had actually seen him madly when I was out working with two of my female clients, I was getting the women to approach guys at this bar. Mm. So when he sort of approached me, I kind of, I was a bit dismissive, not because I thought he, there was anything wrong with him. It's just, I was working. Yeah. He was already doing something. Yeah. And then he brilliantly, I thought like major credit here, saw me again, like three weeks later around the same neighborhood in the daytime and came running after me. He's like, I'm the guy from the bar. <laughs> and I thought like, and he's like, Hey, and he was really super friendly smiling and I didn't feel that he was being too pushy or too persistent I was like wow I was like I just I was a bit dismissive towards you at a bar didn't follow up on your business card Mm -hmm. and you've actually come up and said hello to me again like we're just oh you know friendly and relaxed and then again my estimation of him went like through the roof just from doing that just for what you've told me, it actually reminds me a lot of things. I feel like a woman can be quite receptive to whether a guy is planning his approach or it's quite organic. Yeah, organic, um, yeah, always better, right? Always better. Because I think uh, when guys, when we plan for the approach, you know, we, 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 we keep it quite typical. It's kind of like, hey... Um, what do you do and you know what's your name and you know the very basics but you know you can kind of tell like the way in which we're asking these questions is quite thought out and it's a bit boring women get this a lot of times surprisingly some women 
uh, you know, they say they don't get approached a lot, like you said today. But like, you know, it's it's likely that a lot of women are getting approached more than men. So it's a pretty much that they have more experience in being approached, what to look out for. But when something comes and it's you don't even expect it, you didn't plan mm-hmm. for the type of plan he has, and it's just organic. I think it's a lot more. You 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 know, you throw them off this guard. You know, they don't have a guard because they didn't expect it. So it might make things a lot more easier. Timing and even where you speak to a woman, I think, is um, is key as well. Yeah. So I had a friend who went to one of the, one of the festivals, and you know it was a typical type of festival where you know it's hot summer's day, guys are out in their sort of tank tops, and it was like he saw this girl, but he said to himself, you know, he could have probably sort of like hindered himself in this way, but he was like, you know, she's being approached left, right, and center. If I'm going to go up straight away, I'm being painted in the same image as all mm. these other guys. And, like, what would you say that a guy could do in a situation like that? Like, if that's the moment he has, and you know what? Like, he's, he may not get another chance, but she's already being approached left, right, center. She already has a guard up. What would you say is that approach I think that you have to acknowledge that. You know, I think actually the responsive thing to do, and you're, you're so right at pointing out, you want to do the thing that if you can think 99% of people, when you can calculate, you're going to go in that direction. I've got to be in the 1%. Mm-hmm. Because an original um, action prompts an original response. She can't deal with you in the same way. If It's almost like she's if she's she's rehearsed and well-prepared for a variety of bad mm-hmm. ways that guys speak to her because she's had it happen to her before. A curveball to that or something or new stimulus means that it's off her roadmap. Yeah, and so exactly. she's equally thrown out of her comfort zones, which I think opens up a lot more room for spontaneity and a real natural attraction. I think the best thing you could do as well, if you're like, oh my God, I'm seeing other men approach her and this is not working out for them. That's what you should go in with. That's yeah, your that's observation. That's exactly what I would go in with. I'm that's like, your, how I'm, are you coping with all of this? I've done it before. I was just like, how do you deal with it? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she's like, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, you, how do you deal with like all these guys and telling you the same thing over and over again? And you know, you open up the laugh, which is all. And that's all really sudden, good, and that's very yeah. empathetic as well. It's Women true, would I, love that. Personally, it's a real fault for me. It's like, how do you girls do this? It's like, you know, you see one girl, and it's like three times in less than two minutes, she's already been approached, like you know, by these three different guys. But you know what you've you've chimed into there? You've done something which is okay. So you haven't gone okay into my own brain. Let me formula try and formulate mm-hmm. the best plan through that. What you've done is you've actually responded in the moment, right? You've observed something about her. You've been empathetic towards her as a person rather than yeah. just like yeah. a game strategy. Then you've approached with something that's authentic and it's actually what was on your mind. And said in that that style that, you know, your non-verbal is being really casual and calm and relaxed, good eye contact, big smile. She's going to respond so well to that. Mm-hmm. You know, you could even say, hey, look, I know, like, I've just seen one, two, three, four, <laughs> you know, guys go past. And believe me, I don't want to be that person. However, you know, so if you bring up what the objection is yourself, not only does it make what you say very tailored and very personal, it allows you to regain some control over the situation but both things are working on the same axis it's all about actually just observing what's really going on and responding to yeah, it just putting it out there I yeah. feel like I've just having I've just had a direct experience of what it's like to be one of your male clients <laughs> <laughs> and that was awesome. because also remember we were talking what we were talking about earlier before we actually cracked on and did the podcast which was all about like, like learning styles yeah, yeah. and actually sometimes a learning style that I think is is most suitable if you want to get better at meeting women learning styles that do not work women to state the obvious we're not like a textbook it'd be nice it'd be nice if you could study women 
and yeah. come up with a pers- perfect exam result. But there's too much material. You'll never Way get through it. Too much material. <laughs> You're never Way too much. <laughs> you'll never get through it. So you can't learn it technically. People also are people, so it's not like one form of there a person. There isn't one set of a person. You, you yeah. have to go in with a clean mind. If you're going to observe anything, then it has to be what's there in the present around them, maybe something they've done. I've always, you know, when people have said, oh, but, you know, even my partner's actually asked, she's like, oh, if you didn't know me, like, how would you sort of approach me? And I mm, said, like, well, <laughs> I probably wouldn't because I was a very nervous person before. I wouldn't actually approach girls. And when I did, if it was, you know, I did the whole planning thing, it would be inorganic, inorganic and I'd be uncomfortable. But what I did say, I was like, look, I would have to have a reason to speak to you so for example if we were walking somewhere and i don't know there's something happened what we both saw i would use that to engage with you it's kind of like sharing an experience but then bringing someone else along for the ride and then just letting natural conversation take its toll i remember one of my exes like when i was back in college who i spoke to now typical example so i was i was at a bus stop and I see this girl, this was off my normal route. So I see this girl and I'm just like, wow, wow, wow. So men go through the admiration stage, which is just sitting back and sometimes you lose your target <laughs> during this stage. And I was like, wow. And I was like, okay, cool. All right, yeah, I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to talk to her. All right, what am I going to say? Yeah, I did this whole planning thing. This was very real for me when I was younger. So um, eventually I was like, all right, cool. I got it set. Got the plan. Walked over to her, tapped her on the shoulder. No, I said something, which took a lot. I didn't tap her on the shoulder. I was like, I was like, um, excuse me. <laughs> and then I was like, she didn't look. And I was like, what the hell? And I realized she had headphones. I was like, ah, ah everything's headphones. Like, but I'm in, I, but I've got the, I've got this flow. I've got the hype. Let me tap her on the shoulder. Now, what made it easier for me is that when she turned around, she, she had a little bit of a smile. Now she could have turned around. I didn't have a smile. I, I don't know how I would have reacted. I think I would just panicked and be like, Hey, uh, and how you doing? <laughs> Whatever it was. But you know, we, we were able to have a conversation. Um, it's like where you, where you headed off to, she goes, she's going to one college, which is nearby, which is great. I was like, Oh, I just go to the college over there. Da, da, da. What I realized though, is that her bus came, so I knew what college she went to, so I realised her bus was coming. Now, I could have taken that bus as well to get my route, but I, thought, I said to myself, you know what, we go to nearby colleges, I'll most likely see you soon. So a, big, a key thing for me was don't try to achieve everything in that one moment. You know, you never know. You could, sometimes it's, it's lasting impressions. Can- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Have a great influence on yourself and someone else, but sometimes it's like if you are bouncy to see the person again, just have a friendly conversation and then make the effort to sort of re engage at a later date because it makes it so much easier as, as long well. as you're bound to see them again. And I'm yeah, gonna so list- long as you're bound to, to see, see them, them again because circumstances where you're not bound to see them again, you're in a nightclub or a bar and you're like, I'm gonna talk to her again and just to- I'll have one more drink. And then you know what happens? They leave. They yeah, always they leave early. Like, what? What's happening? That happened to me so many times. And also, I love that you like you notice the headphones thing because I've seen so many guys being put off approaching one because she's got headphones in, and they're like they walk up to her, and then it's like abort, abort. The headphones are just in. like headphones. It's like you don't want to be disturbed. You know, it's like and I women, think, you know, are shocked when I tell them. Do you know that if you're wearing headphones, men think you don't want to be approached? Yeah. They're like, 
What? Or even you're looking at your phone. You know what it does? It just paints this expectation that I think a lot of people deal with, which is like you're giving yourself so many more reasons not to approach mm-hmm. them than to approach them. You never know. Maybe they want to be disturbed. What are they doing? They're just scrolling through their phone on Facebook, liking things on Instagram. They're probably really bored. Yeah, they probably need social interaction. You know? Yeah, real and personal it, And maybe if they want to kind of stick in their phone, maybe perhaps you've now learned that nah, this person is too in the phone. They, you know, they're probably not someone who I want to engage with. Right. You never know. But if we keep covering people with these our own expectations right. and defining how someone might react to our actions then you know we we will just convince ourselves and forever convince ourselves that oh it's not going to work out i'm not going to do it and then what happens is you get left with nothing yeah yeah and i think i think actually um dare i say it, ross jeffries expressed this really well when i was speaking to him he's like you only need to do two things really at the beginning it's like number one you need to be vulnerable for a minute and have some courage then you have to just be open to whatever her response is yeah. and react. And that's the thing about learning these skills. You, as much as it'd be great to plan for it, the best planning is actually taking the action. And then afterwards, there's some backwards rationalization you can do around mm-hmm. it. You also start to build a bit of competency because you do it more regularly. It doesn't feel so like, it's like such a huge deal for you to go through. But I think it's when approaching women in terms of like learning style... I think it's the better way, and I would say this because this is mine, is to literally put one foot in front of the other so you start to condition more of like a physical response to something. You agree with yourself that you're going to take action even if it's an imperfect course of action because you know that the skill isn't in getting it right at the start. The skill is in listening to her, responding and reacting Mm -hmm. in a way that flows with the interaction. And that's where all the skill base is. And the only way you get to even practice that is if you start the whole thing going just start the process it can start and be over in 30 seconds it can start and be over in 30 minutes or 30 years yeah dun, or 30 dun, years dun. oh see this lucky you did that yeah because I'm the woman I'm going to say you might get married <laughs> it is true so literally you have to start and I, I think that is one of the best bits of advice do not plan for rejection like mm. even rejection itself is like you know it's just a response you know it's a response that you can continue to respond to if you wish to and you know i've, I've had instances where i've actually i've had these instances where i i'd met women and uh, i had really great conversations and they'd be like oh i've got a partner but what i started to realize is that i could actually have really good conversations mm-hmm. without going straight into the you know setting the expectation for her that oh i kind of want to get to know her in a bit more of a intimate way you know and you so, know if you have a good conversation with someone you both enjoy each other's day often if you receive that in the right way it can it can give you a positive momentum it's not like oh bad mindset I've done all this work and the prize didn't pop out yeah. the other side. And then it's you get like, this new type of guy, which is the aggressive one who can't deal with rejection. So as soon as he gets rejected, it's like, oh, well, you went pretty anyway and so and so forth and this and that. And yeah, the face that you're pulling. The, mo- the, moody, <laughs> the moody guy. And it's like, oh, you're so lame for acting uh, that way. But the guy that can be like, you know what? Which is actually the right attitude. It's just good life attitude. It's like, well, you know what? well done me I I actually had the balls to approach her I took the initiative I took action we had an interesting interaction she's got a partner there was nothing I could do to control that but I've made her feel good about herself she's made me feel good about myself Mm -hmm. I'm going to take that momentum and take that to the next then into the next interaction actually build on it yeah build on it just like you know start building on it And, and I think there's something also vital to remember is that just because someone is your type doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to you are going to be their type 
Like that is just key. You've got to have that understanding because I think it comes, you know, when you are, I think we're, we're, I always will get into the realms as to why those behaviors exist. But, you know, when you want that validation or you don't sort of view yourself in such a positive way, rejection is going to come come forward is a lot more dangerous to you because you're going to react from a place of insecurities rather from a place of just having an understanding that she's not into me. So what? That's cool. That's understandable. There are some people I'm not into. So, right. you know, we've, you've got to have that balance. And I think once you have those, you know, that array of information, those resources at your hand, it makes approaching someone a lot more easier. It's not, it's, it's not the end if things don't go well. There are so many, well, as they say, plenty of fish in the sea but i am not endorsing plenty of fish but you know you know what really i think are. if you don't if you don't know a person there's plenty more fish in the sea Absolutely, you know yeah. if you actually have a really good connection with someone and then you're like no oh, but i want to explore the other fish in the sea then you might be being an idiot so i think there's a flexibility <laughs> in that that phrase um i think also it's about changing your intention just one thing like before you start and before you Ooh. go out there yeah you know it's like instead of thinking I've got to win this or I need a particular outcome or if she rejects me, this means, you know, X means Y. What you could do is you could think, you know what, like, I'm a, I'm a doer. I like to go after what I want in life. I like taking opportunities. There's something about this person that's made me attracted to them. I owe it to myself to explore that. If we don't connect afterwards, that's okay. I'm not supposed to connect with anyone. And in fact, I only want to keep investing my time and my life and my energy and my efforts in women who I I share that connection with or I think are cool, not only on like a physical level, but they also have like the kind of personality that I like and that we've got a vibe between us. And if not, that's fine. I can let it go. Mm -hmm. If you can change your point of focus, it always becomes better. So often I think a a, a big potential pitfall in the area of like love and romance is we just we overvalue the other person immediately and undervalue ourselves mm. we get all the dynamic mm-hmm. wrong and out of get out of step so we'll think oh my Hayley's god he's preaching right now i am and it's, you know what it is it's because i i, oh I heard from one of my guy clients you know he second day in he got a message from the girl just saying look you know make me busy i just don't see you in that way mm-hmm. which is never fun is it to receive one of those messages and i'm not taking away from that however you know, he felt that he couldn't be friends with her because it would be too painful for them both. And in my mind, all I'm thinking is, whoa, 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 two dates. We've had two dates Two here. dates. Like, two dates yeah. here. Honestly, I know it's it's hard when someone really, like, gets you, but slow the process down. Like, you don't know this person yet. Put yourself first. Yeah. Like, yeah, put yourself first. You, 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 nailed the, you hit the nail on the head or something you said, which is your intention. And... Um, for a long period, something like that was that was very important to me. So if I was if I had met someone and you know you get into the conversation and people say, Oh, what is it you're looking for? And or where do you foresee things going? My response became because it was really something that aligned with my values. And what it was is that look, my intention right now is to meet someone I can click with and meet someone who I can actually form a good platonic relationship with. You know, I wasn't trying to force the intimate relationship because from a relationship that you have as a basis good friendship good communication mm-hmm, someone mm-hmm. you can kick it with someone you can relate to it serves as a great foundation for anything else on right. top you know do not try you know putting a girl on a pedestal doesn't work it doesn't help yes there are girls that will feed off that because that's mm-hmm. what they want but putting her on a pedestal doesn't work for you because what you're trying to say is that all right as the foundation of this newly formed relationship her being on a pedestal is what is important. What you're really saying is she is more important than me. Mm-hmm. If you don't put yourself first, then no one ever will. 
and right. you may not um, experience the, the, the you know the repercussions of that right now but you will experience it later on down the line foundations are everything and the only way I think it's best to build foundations is like you said it's through proper intention right preach I really like that we both that. preach didn't we yeah, yeah preach I we got a high five for that one <laughs> but it's true and it's like you know what the funny thing is as well if you over plan going back to the beginning of planning for rejection or planning for failure if you're over planning you're already entering into it's not a game but if it was you'd be entering into it the wrong way around because if you're planning for something you're like you anticipate failure and you, you it works on like there's um, a subtext there of what you're communicating to yourself which is actually I need to do all this stuff in order to obtain that and instead if you kind of like see it slightly differently of course there's skills and communication and body language and mindset there's things you can work on to improve how you come across or how good a job you do at communicating your intentions and what you're about as a person but that sets you up for forming much more equal and open and responsive relationships or relationship mm-hmm. with women women than if you think actually that there's you enter it through more of like oh I have to perform in order to get this thing stop with the getting instead just think how do I present myself truly and how clearly do I yeah. Who do I want to be? Yeah. You know? And then just accept what the natural reaction and reflection Absolutely. of that is. So much better. Yeah. Nicely said. Well, hey, yeah. <laughs> that feels like a good point to end on. Yeah, that feels, yeah, awesome. So, guys, don't plan for a rejection. Enter into spontaneity. Change if you any intention that you want to have today. I just say, look, I owe it to myself if I'm attracted to someone to go and explore that opportunity and then I'll accept what happens next. That is a very, very solid intention to manifest. So good luck putting that into action. You're probably going to be receiving this podcast when the weather is still somewhat hot, sunny and sexy. So it's a good time to get out there, guys. Just saying. Um, Mm. uh, Of course, if you want to, if you like what I'm talking about and you want to hear more about, you know, a kind of a female wisdom version of love and dating like i'll leave it to you if you're finding this stuff useful and interesting as you probably know i do um an on and offline community for guys uh where basically i uh, ask me anything i answer your questions if you send me a question today i answer it for them all personally there's also exclusive video content that you can't get anywhere else and on and offline events that you can participate in where I teach skills. We go out and do field study, which is like real life missions. I even do mixers with my women's group so that you can kind of like understand each other better. If that sounds interesting to you, go to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club, C-L-U-B. Uh, and of course, if you like the podcast, subscribe and share. Uh, where can I find out about you? Mr. You can Trotter? find out about me on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. My Instagram is rare underscore thoughts and the same as Twitter. Um, you can also visit my website, which is www.rare-thoughts.com. Um, I also started a new podcast, uh, just something quite early and new. I'm looking um, at you like, huh? <laughs> I haven't been a I I want to be a guest. Yeah, you will be. Don't worry. Don't worry. You will be. Um, yeah, I think the first podcast was last week and it was about the past matters um reflections of your present and future so um i speak primarily primarily on love and relationships just like Haley quinn as well also mental health and just also about forming a better relationship with yourself um and not just with others so yeah you can find me on those platforms i'm sure that will be in the description box as well wherever that might be on this podcast but yeah that's where you can get in contact with me (laughs) awesome all right guys well set your intention push your comfort zones and get the hell out there (laughs) you know i want you to 
represent. Um, and I'll be back again next week with another episode of Attraction HQ. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Uh, if you want to find out more about me, please head to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club where I have a free 30-day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club. You can also catch up with me on YouTube at HayleyQuinnXX, on Instagram as HayleyQuinnX, and on Twitter as plain old Hayley Quinn. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on the show. Please engage with me. Please reach out. And thank you again for your support. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.